happy Wednesdays. Happy Hump Day to all of you. I trust you are having a productive week. Welcome back to another episode, an information pack episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. There's a lot happening out here and I wanted to do a topic. Uh, I saw this comment here in the headlines and I was like, whoa, we need to talk about this because you know, more people need to realize this thing called NIMBY. NIMBY. Not in my backyard. So I want to talk about NIMBY and really what that means and to whom does that affect, right? So for some of you, uh, let me bring it down here. Uh, editing. Changing my shell script. There. there we go. There we go. All right episode 150 not in my backyard if you've never heard of this term called NIMBY uh, and it's group of people it's uh, a philosophy theory idea of it's okay for those people to move you know they can have their housing but not in my backyard not where I live and so Dave Chappelle was getting some uh, some pushback on his uh, you know him showing up at the council meeting when he jumped in and said he was not in support of, of affordable housing, right? So, but before I do that, let's do announcements. Let's recap of what we talked about last week. So last episode, we talked about down payment, excuse me, I keep saying down payment. It's closing cost grant assistance. So of course, if you work with a California or not even a California, but if you work with a realtor, there is the housing affordability fund that will give you access to ten thousand dollars and that program launched uh in this month and that program launched where for those who are in underserved underrepresented communities you have access to closing costs grant so it's a true grant of ten thousand dollars wanted to recap go back and check out the show for more details and information of where you can get the money get the money and of course if you are on our live say hi say hello drop a comment down below press one lets me know you're here press two 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 lets me know you shared it and of course if you need to get in touch with me you can always text me at 323-488-3265 i'm reminded when i say that out loud to just definitely shout out our radio podcast listeners those who are tuning in on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Stitcher, Google, etc., etc., we are on available on all platforms everywhere. I'm feeling so stoked and so pumped because first quarter's looking good, y'all. Have you put down those goals? Again, what are your real estate goals? Write down those real estate goals. Write down the goals I had a client yesterday a seller client I'm working with and it's one of the things that I shared with her how I was just so, I'm just so impressed and I feel like if she was so you know if she was open I wonder if she'd be open to coming on the show because she is 84 years old a ball of wisdom and just the thought process everything she embodies in terms of legacy building and planning and it's just this planning ahead is what has me so enamored with her I'm so impressed with her because these are usually difficult conversations to have when we deal with our uh, senior and matured clientele right about downsizing and you know cohabitating and 
you know, giving up your driver's license. So I'm going on a tangent here, but I'm just letting you know where my spirit is. My spirit is fulfilled. Uh, additionally, I just prepped another listing that's going to come to the market and it's in South Los Angeles. It's about over 9,000 square feet. And I know that property is going to move very quickly because everyone is looking for land to develop on. And so what really hits home for me in this particular property is that it's a probate, probate sale, which means essentially my client is deceased. So I'm dealing with the estate and the family uh, who are the co-administrators or slash administrators of that estate. And as I continue to notice, you know, my clientele base and where the phone calls are coming from, and it's usually those probate and trust sales, and it really is something for me to pay homage, reverence, and honor that person who's now transitioned to, you know, give their property that last hoorah and prep it and just do a, a dynamic job in, in providing superior service and taking care of the family, educating them while while you know our team is involved and of course just helping them with that transition because it's one thing to lose a loved one it's a whole nother ball game to have to manage their after death affairs yeah there's still the you know death tax return there's still um closing out uh, creditor accounts uh, paying off those debts going through their stuff right and that, that's a very different uh, very challenging thing to go through so I again my spirit is filled it's got me really pumped and excited because that is you know I feel, I'm, I'm like an alignment I'm in this alignment here right I'm in my purpose with this is is how I'm feeling about it I'm in my purpose yes that's how I'm feeling all right so do remember we do uh, we do offer monthly classes so every month we're learning something teaching something and I'm really stoked about how things have kicked off this year uh, or really last year last quarter so we've been doing really great on staying on task and on hand uh, learning lots of stuff so we'll talk about 1031 exchanges we'll talk about DSTs we'll talk about um, uh, of course dealing with the multifamily if you are investing or you have multifamily property because if you're in California Cali's a, a Cali is showing us more and more how pro tenant they are in fact uh, tenants have protections until uh, February 7th 2024 February 7th 2024 is essentially when they can make payment payment arrangements to pay any past due rent so you cannot evict a tenant and of course check with your local county and city uh, laws and ordinances regarding that because it's a very slippery slope here uh, and I have to do that right is it like <laughs> I don't want to touch it I don't want to deal with it but I have to because uh, you know as the as the expert as a professional I have to show up when my clients need us to show up and right now I know our mom-and-pop homeowners and landlords are feeling extremely overwhelmed with feeling like they are stuck and some people are getting the money 
that was allocated for the uh, back rents. It's just getting people to sign up, apply, do they qualify, are they eligible, that whole thing. So that's still in motion, but you know, as I'm having this discussion, I'm just throwing out updates, just kind of sharing with you what I've been into and I'm in that space of gratitude. I've got an attitude of gratitude and you know I'm going to stick with it. That's my story and I'm sticking with it. So uh, I want to do a screen share for today as we talk about this segment here. And why is that? Because your boy and uh, I know my husband's going to be like, I didn't know you were going to talk about it. I don't got land on my, I can see it in the camera. <laughs> He's going to be like, I didn't know you were going to talk about Dave Chappelle. No one's off limits. What do you mean? <laughs> no one is off limits. Uh, let's see. Dismiss that. I'm changing my screen view. Wonderful. So we can share. Oh, this is so... Oh, they put an extra camera in here. I'm impressed. So, yeah. Let's see here. So one of the things, let's talk, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. We've got to talk about it because there's this thing, it's called NIMBY, right? So not in my backyard, meaning those people. And it's essentially this, I would say it's an overt kind of, it's, it's an overt racism type thing, uh, prejudice really in keeping people uh, and usually it's attached with prejudices revolving around low income housing and low income housing is all walks of life and all peoples all peoples all backgrounds it's not just exclusive to one ethnic group or someone of a specific background it uh low income has to do with the classism right so class of group and one of the things that i i noticed is as I was reading this headline is that Dave Chappelle was at the council meeting so there are a couple of things that we can learn we can learn uh, from him about this you know this council meeting that he's attended number one attend the meetings so you know what's happening in your community especially when we see things like trains running through the com community right and we see more buildings and developments happening one of the things people don't realize is that you have a voice you have a voice you live in the community you shop work play in the community show up at the meetings show up at the council meetings because that's an opportunity for you to express whether you agree with something disagree or say you know what uh, what's the benefit to the community if there's one thing in aspect there's one thing in holding the uh, politicians are councilmen, people, and holding our developers accountable, right? There's the, the morality of it, the ethics and the integrity of the work that they do and set forth in improving the land around us. But there's also that thing in your responsibility, our responsibility to come forth and voice, hey, this is not really going to be to our benefit. Who is this benefit benefiting? And so, that's why I'm having this discussion is because I'm hearing this word affordable housing thrown out a lot. Um, and it's one of those things where I, you know, I, I'm kind of like, mm, 
I, I don't know if our definition of affordable housing is the same as what our politicians deem. And I've got to shout out Mark Alston, and he's a broker, and he is a veteran in the real estate game, and has spoken at various organizations and board and held various past president uh, positions and advisory positions, etc. And one of the things that uh, he shared, uh, there was a meeting, a board meeting, uh, that uh, our local real estate board was having, having, and he was speaking on in 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 the context of Black History Month. And one of the things he pointed out was, and, and I said this to myself, so note to self, ask, invite Mark on the show to have this discussion with us. Uh, he said something very key, and he said, affordable housing is not defined the same to, as we see it or, you know, as we're chanting and, and we're demanding almost right for the community of colors to have affordable housing the uh, politicians who set forth budgets and uh, you know decide where money is going to be allocated in fact uh, what's happening is their definition of affordable housing is more so affordable rent rental housing so there's more in terms of the pot of money that's being allocated there's more money being allocated to incentivize developers to build more affordable housing units, so rents, not affordable housing in ownership interests in terms of equity, having affordable housing, you know, for our communities and people of color, underserved, underrepresented, their definition is, uh, their mindset, if you will, is okay we're giving you affordable housing and we're putting a roof over your head there it is affordable housing and so we've got to take it one step you know further and really be clear of what does that mean affordable housing i just put a property under contract here in the uh, uh chester free square so it's adjacent you know uh inglewood and and uh LA South LA and, and and it's so funny because South LA is like the new luxury market I mean this is a two-bedroom one bath that is uh, going to be sold for over six hundred thousand and you know we're talking about this growing demand for housing this shortage of uh, housing units and here with that demand you see there are more people uh, in terms of communities of color and that diversity and underrepresented that have access to purchasing something uh, within these pockets in these these particular areas because of the demand and the shortage of inventory or housing units and pricing so it'll be interesting to see how this year continues to pan out as the interest rates uh, tick up officially one of my lender partners told me the rates are now now have a four in front of it so that's where we are with that being said let's go ahead and take a quick sponsor break and i want to make sure we uh shout out our sponsor so today's show is sponsored by real estate 100 the teen and millennial investment blueprint uh co-authored by anthony lee and myself and we're award-winning authors and this book is definitely game changer for our younger community so definitely if you haven't had a chance to grab a copy do so now 
that's actually part of a series. So we are, uh, I would say, past due, overdue, but right on time with releasing our next series. We will be releasing uh, Real Estate 100, the teen and millennial land developer. So we'll be talking and touching on uh, the basics and almost an intro style to land development. And remember that, that that book is actually part two to the part one, which is Real Estate 100, the teen home buying experience. I've been re I've been noticing that um, uh, it, 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 that people are ready for this information. And I, th I say this because when I authored the book uh, 2015 and released it, it was a great idea, but people were not ready. It was way progressive, right? This whole concept of teaching children real estate and these concepts. But kudos to those of you who have connected with me, who have supported the movement and continue to support what we're doing because we're still doing real estate literacy for our youth communities, our young adult org, uh, communities. Kudos to all of you who have been uh, continually supporting us in that effort. And I cannot say enough how much I am grateful and thankful for you because when we do the classes and the boot camps uh, with the youth, I mean, they love it. They're like, their response and feedback is off the chain. And I'm really happy about that uh, because when we first started, the people were like, kids are too young to learn this information. They're not ready. Uh, but we have continually proven them wrong. All right. So with that being said, I want to just give some final remarks here on this NIMBY. I would recommend in terms of reading, uh, you know I'm, I'm all about reading, check out uh, The Color of Law, The Forgotten History, uh, The Forgotten History of How America Segregated, How Our Government Segregated America. So just key in The Color of Law and uh, I have my signed copy by the author. Great book, uh, challenging read. And when I say challenging, emotionally challenging because it's discouraging to see that in this time frame that we've ex where we experience disparities and so socioeconomic disparities, of course, injustices within our communities of areas being uh, redlined. And now that's now changing, right? So we had pockets decades ago where, where uh, uh, people were steered into and here we are in 2022, but just last year there was a, a report that showed that, you know, real estate professionals are still steering, still being biased, still prejudiced and racist. And so that continues to create this disparity and widen the gap uh, between people of color and their counterparts in terms of home ownership and building wealth. This is why I wanted to touch on the not in my backyard because, you know, some people don't realize they have these uh, implied biases in terms of saying, I'm all for uh, equal, uh, you know, justice and equality. But when you start talking about building something of affordable housing in your community, in your neighborhood, then that's when you see, I guess, the real colors come out, right? The real challenges if you will and the pushback that people give and say you know what it's not this is not a good fit 
That's what we were hearing from Dave Chappelle. He says, I'm in support of affordable housing. I just don't think it's a good fit for this village, for our community. And in fact, he was so adamant about it that he was threatening to remove his businesses. I believe he has a club slash bar and a comedy lounge uh, there um, in his in his hometown of Yellow Springs. So what can we learn from Dave Chappelle? Show up at the meetings. He's invested in his community because he owns property. And more so, he's voicing his opinion and he's leveraging that. Don't be upset with him because he's not in support of the affordable housing. That's not necessarily something that I, I'm picking on him about. It's more so of what it showed, what it illustrates that people don't realize still exist, right? And who's showing up at the meetings? Oftentimes the people that are deciding what they want in their own backyard. Do we want to train? In some pockets of LA, there's a freeway that just ends, doesn't even finish or continue. Why is that? Well, because the people showed up and said, we're not going to have a freeway running right through our community. But then on other areas, we see there's freeways wrapped all around. In fact, that an entire uh, a track of land had been seized by uh, the local government in uh, by use of eminent domain in order to build those freeways. What's the difference? The difference is that you have people showing up, being heard, making a change, and more so backing it by land and money. The land is there invested in the community and they've got the power to leverage their resources. All right. So that's what I wanted to share. Listen, if you're a homeowner, I definitely think you should get the guide, the homeowner's guide to success provided by the CFPB. Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. You all may probably hear me talk about CFPB a lot. I do because they do a lot of uh, advocacy, advocacy for consumers. Also, if you're in the LA area, LA has the uh, Department of Consumers and Business Affairs. Very, very awesome. They've got lots of uh, teleconferences and webinars in terms of uh, landlord-tenant laws. They've got uh, webinars on taxes, resources for taxes. They have webinars on um business for if you're a small business owner so get together i know someone had reached out to me and said you know i'm a small business owner what resources that i i may not be aware of and i said get connected with your local uh city um, department of business and consumer affairs because they have tons of resources more so than lisa can offer right <laughs> so i'm just here uh, connecting you with those resources do send an email before i forget Lisa at LASuperAgent.com for your free copy of uh, Homeowner's Guide to Success. Why am I advocate, advocating that or supporting that is because it's so important for you to have your budget worksheet. Um, do a budget worksheet, especially if you are a homeowner and, my, and just being aware of your expenses, right? Because now's the time to optimize on our expenses. Be mindful. Be mindful where the money's going out and how much is coming in, especially as we continue to shift in these next couple uh, quarters and get into the next year. Because again, as I've shared with you, tenant protections in terms of not paying rent, if you are within a protected jurisdiction, that means that tenant is not uh, not is is protected from paying rent until February 7th, 2024. And what day is today? We just started. We just, we're just in 2022. 
So that's a lot to carry and a lot of burden to carry. So be mindful, stay abreast of those ordinances and make sure you are subscribed, you're connected and you're tuning in to Ready, Set, Real Estate. I'll see you next week on another information-packed episode right here on all platforms. Take care. Bye.